Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you for joining us at 12 o'clock Pacific Time if you're listening live or wherever you are. Uh, delighted to have you with us. And uh, if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. And yeah, we're and we're at Computer and Technology Radio in case you were wondering. Oh, did I, didn't I say that? <laughs> no, you didn't say that today. Oh, we're Computer and Technology Radio. And Jeez, we're delighted. Mark. Yes. And, you know, it's been a long week, I have to tell you. So we're, uh, we got a lot of things. You can contact us on Twitter, uh, at Mark and Marsha or, uh, Marsha Collier or Gmail Mark and Marsha. And, and hash Mark use, Tech yep. Radio. I'm monitoring all the tweets, and I want to thank again uh, Scott Townsend for your picture of us on the Apple TV yeah, screen. And Skip7547, thank you so much for the news tips. I love when he sends those to me. Yeah, those the, those were great. And uh, actually, Scott, I owe uh, it was funny last night. I uh, I tweeted out about the game that Marcia. I think I think this is the same one that you actually told me about, which was Draw Some. Is that the same yes. one you're playing? Draw uh, something. Yeah. Draw well. Uh, draw something, right. And, and so Scott challenged me to the game, but he did it while I was at the Laker game last night, so I haven't had a chance to uh, do that. But I have to say, that's a lot of fun. I, you know, it, I play it with, I play it with Weston. Well, you know, it's funny. The first time I played it, and I didn't realize that, you know, you, you're drawing for web, for those who don't know what it is, it's a game where you're playing and you're drawing. It's all like the old kind of Pictionary game. And you draw this thing. And, you know, sometimes when you're doing it at first, or if you're doing it on an iPhone or a phone, it's small, so you erase, and then you redo, and then you erase, and you redo. And then when it's played back to the person you're playing with, they see every mistake you they make. They see every yeah. mistake you yeah. make, yes. Yeah, which it, so it, it really was a lot of fun, and uh, and I'm enjoying it. So uh, I don't have a lot of spare time to do that, but so that was there. Uh, thank you to the new to our new Twitter followers on um, for Mark and Marsha. We're up over 2,000 now, which has been great. And when I grow By up, by the way, day, I wanted to let you know I tweeted this morning that BG's singer Robin Gibb is in a coma. Oh, gosh, really? What happened? Yeah. Well, you know, he has cancer. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, he has colon cancer, but that was supposedly in remission. And uh, I believe he has pneumonia. Yeah. Reportedly in a coma after contracting pneumonia. Oh, gosh. Sorry to hear that. He doesn't look so good. The the poor guy, the link that I tweeted was him performing, and he... He shows his age, but that's what health problems will do for yeah, him. Yeah, that's know? a shame. Sorry to hear that. Uh, anyway, he so, had emergency uh, surgery in March, so. Okay. Um, well, that's sad. Anyway, so back so, to Twitter. So I want to welcome all our new uh, Twitter followers. Uh, one day when I grow up, I want to be like Marsha. Of course, I'll probably never grow up, but I'm about <laughs> 48,000 Twitter followers behind you now, Marsha. But I figure by the year 2026, I'm going to be right out there with you. So uh, thanks there you to all. go. I, and, and I have to, you may have experienced this in, in uh, Twitter as, um, as I have. We must be huge in Asia because all of a sudden, I'm starting to be followed by a lot of people in Asia. Okay, let me explain. Yeah, please. Okay, there are Twitter follow robots, which will follow accounts. Okay. When you get that little email that says somebody followed you, mm-hmm. it's worth it to click the email and read the bio of the person. To but a, it's, in, it's in Chinese. Uh, so possibly, <laughs> and then click to their Twitter account, that they don't speak English. Right. And maybe it's just a robot following you. Right. And let me explain the difference between robots and, and we have dead accounts also on Twitter. These will auto-follow 
people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, everybody I follow back, I confirm and be sure through a software that they're real. Right, of course. Or I double click and I read all their bios. But you have this onslaught of people who will fo- follow you. And it's awfully difficult because all they want to do is build build followers. Well, yeah, and, so, and most of these people have 150,000 followers. I mean, some you know outrageously large numbers. So for them, I expect it's just a numbers game. Exactly. And, you know, they're really dead accounts. Now, a large amount of dead accounts is going to affect if one cares about it, if mm-hmm. social media is part of your business or your right. work. Uh, it will affect your clout score. And your pure index, you know, those lists that I get on, like yeah. the Forbes list and things yeah. like that, um, they go off of the statistics of my live followers, right? the people who actually participate. So when you start doing Twitter and social media seriously for your business or for your brand, you really need to be careful and vet your followers, vet the people you follow before you click follow. Yeah, it, it really is. It's an interesting experience, I have to say, and it's and, and Twitter can be certainly a lot of fun. I'm I'm not on it as often as you do. I'm on maybe you know three, four. I'm half on a dozen every times a day. day. Yeah, well, I'm on every day now, but I'm not on you know. 20, oh. I mean, some of some of the followers are on every two minutes, and I wonder what do you do in your life that you can okay. do that every two. Now minutes? Now let right? me teach you something. Now Please. that you're building followers. You yes, can Yoda. make a list on yes. Yeah, we'll, you can we'll be make talking a to you soon. list on Twitter. Mm-hmm. On your Twitter page, go to you, there's an area on your page right, where you can list. make a list. Right. You put in the names of the people whose tweets you do not want to miss. Obviously, okay. like Scott Townsend, Swipe right. Seven Five Four Seven, Valencia, mm-hmm. me, Weston, you know, all yep. our all our peeps, yep, our, our peeps. listeners. Yep. You put them on a separate list, mm-hmm. and then you mark it as private. Once you mark it as private, nobody can see who is on that list. Uh-huh. And on your mobile device or your tablet, whatever software you're using, you should be able to set up a column or a screen that shows that particular list, whatever you've called it. Mm-hmm. Well, now, Uncle Bill had just tweeted and asked, what is the software to check uh, the number of Twitter fo- account followers? So there are a number. I actually use, much more. I don't think you've used this yet. Uh, tw- uh, and I have to think, what is the name of this? Mm-hmm. Tw- a tweet bot. Which I actually love. You, you now that's a paid for app, and I think it's yeah, that is a bucks. bot. Yeah, um, uh, Uncle Bill, I recommend try Untweeps. That will show you which accounts just follow and don't tweet. Mm-hmm. And you know those are good. That's a good one to vet for. I can't remember the other one that actually you can put in specifications. Um, my mind is blank on that right now. But start with Un U N T W. E-E-P-S dot com. Mm-hmm. You can use it three times a month for free. If you want to pay for it after that, you can pay for it. I think it's like a dollar fifty each time you use it, or you can subscribe to it, but that's not really necessary. Right. And I hit on sweeps a couple times a month to see who has followed. Now, this is people that follow me. Right. And are just robot accounts. Right. They may have a hundred thousand Twitter followers, mm-hmm. but like you said, it's a numbers game to them. Right. So it will find those. The only problem with the <laughs> the site is you have to click every one of them. And I have had times when I've had to click like 499 yeah, times. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Um, but the best way to do it, Mark, as your Twitter followers grow, set up lists mm-hmm. so you won't miss that 
you know, the right. tweets that you want to see and those fantastic news stories that I tweet every day. Yes, which I retweet. And, because and, it saves me the trouble of actually tweeting myself if I retweet you. Exactly. That's see, part go. of the point is yeah. you're spreading. It's called amplification on right. Twitter. And when you go to clout and you look at the Mark and Marcia score, uh, you can see what your amplification is. You can't get an STD from retweeting, can you? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, Not I just want to no, make sure no, about can't. that. You know? yeah, I want to make sure. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, but it's really fun. I mean, and I have to say, it really is. I'm having a good time with it. But as you said to me when I, you know, about a month ago, I, I off air and really on air, I talked to Marsh and I said, you know, I really want to get our Twitter account for the show getting more active. And, and the words I keep hearing every time in my head is, you really have to work at it. And it, it and really you do. do. Yeah. You really do. I mean, even with somebody uh, using that software that you're using to follow people, I still recommend if you spent, you know, 20 minutes going to wefollow.com, mm-hmm. put in radio technology, you put in five things that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Now, that will register you at wefollow. So other people who come to that site and are looking for people who have similar interests, your name will come up and they will follow you. Right. But you can also do the same thing and, like, see a list on technology, mm-hmm. Apple, uh, whatever topic, dogs. And then you can just click, 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 click and follow active, vetted Twitter follow, uh, Twitter users right. who are active and are interested in similar things that you are. Cool. Uh, so wefollow.com, excellent site. We follow. Also, um, we're, we're trying to round up our guests from Microsoft to talk about uh, Star Wars, the new Star Wars game, which is cool. And well, if, since they're not here, yeah. Since they're not here, because I don't want to give away the shit. Right. Uh, what do you think about Facebook buying Instagram for a billion dollars? Can uh-huh. I just can I just say? Yeah. Was it no a billion offense, dollars? That was the no- a billion. That's a B. I yeah, don't know okay. how now. Now, I'm just saying. That's shocking, actually. Um, Zuckerberg is the CEO. I don't know. And, hey, I have nothing to do with the financial community. This is not Mark saying this. This is me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to invest my money in a company that invests a billion dollars in an app that's only on a single platform. Uh, when Barb Dibwad comes on with us at 1, um, I oh, want to get her at one opinion today? on it. She's coming on at 1. 1 today. Um, what what do you think of the deal? I th- it's shocking. Well, the first thing that it tells me is that frankly, Facebook These has kids way don't too know much what money. Doing. No, well, uh, <laughs> Facebook has way too much money. I mean, if they really played, paid a billion dollars, which is what they're saying, billion uh, in stock and cash. Yeah, I mean, it's in- insane. I mean, Instagram's a nice site, but is it worth a billion? I don't know. It, it makes me worry a little bit about the days of the 19 early uh, 2000s when the tech market hit you know the boom and bust era and uh that's a little frightening to me frankly well that's the thing you know uh, you have to watch what you invest in in this tech world i mean it's you just don't go to the next shiny new thing and say i'm gonna no. put a bunch of money because it sounds really good yeah we gotta mm. we gotta start a company marsh and sell it to facebook or microsoft or something we- i don't want the grief of the sec on my back yeah, exactly. And I think we have our guest. As soon we as do. We we'll come, come back. back with our guest. And I want to tell a, a cool story about a, a phone case that saved my phone. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, do not go away. We will be right back. 877-474-3302. Great show ahead. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads, so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And 877-474-3302 if you'd like to talk to us, and we'd love to have you uh, give us a call. So, Marsha, let me, let me set this up. I want Please you to imagine do. how ultimately geeky I can be. So I got the new Star Wars Connect video game, which is major cool. And in just a second, we're going to uh, uh, talk about it. We're going to have George Newman, who's the executive producer on it. So I got the game, and I and I love Connect, and my, I love my Xbox. And I'm starting to play. Wait, the executive vi- producer of what? Of the, of the uh, Star Wars video game. 
Okay. The, the new Star Wars video game that we're going to be talking about. Okay. So, um, so I get the game, and in the game, of course, you're using your hands. There's no controller. It's the coolest thing on Kinect. You don't use your your hand controller or like a Wii or a PS3 or anything. You're using your hands and your motion and, and so on and so forth. And I'm I'm using the lightsaber, and I you know I'm waving it back and forth with nothing in my hand, right? So I look around and I go, hmm. My daughter bought me a, le- a replica of the lightsaber. So here I am in my office at home with my actual lightsaber in hand while fighting off people in the Star Wars video game. I can't imagine anything cooler or more geeky than what I just said. You just have to imagine <laughs> me in, in the bedroom with the actual lightsaber in my hand while using it on the screen. So <laughs> with that, I want to welcome uh, Jorg Newman, who's the executive producer for Connect Star Wars. Hey, how are you, Jorg? Uh, I'm doing great. Hi, Mike. Hi, Marsha. Pleasure to be on. How are you doing? <laughs> so, so it, I mean, you guys do the same thing, or am I the geekiest guy around? Oh, we definitely did the same thing when we first <laughs> started Connect. Um, the very first thing we ever did was our, the very first prototype we had was we acted out as a Jedi in front of the in front of the camera, in front of the <laughs> yeah. sensor, and, and acted out our, our childhood dreams. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, you know, I've been, and, and I have to say, I probably shouldn't say this because I'm not sure we ever actually paid the royalties. But for the first ten years of my ABC show in Los Angeles, my my opening, as Marcia knows, uh, the opening to the show was the Star Wars theme. So I just, you know, every time I hear that music, it sends chills down my body. And uh, you know, Marcia and I are both huge Star Wars fans. So uh, the first thing to tell me, because it's just so hard to conceive, and, and we're tech people, how does Connect work? So Connect has uh, in one sentence, of, please. Yeah, one sentence. Yeah, in twelve <laughs> seconds. <or so. laughs> okay, Connect is basically a set of um, cameras and a set of microphones that essentially see you in the living room and and can hear you in the living room and you can basically act out whatever you want and uh, the character on screen will do exactly what you do. What you do? We call it monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> I mean, and it really does do everything. I mean, let's move to the video game for a second. Uh, the new Star Wars video game. Tell us what you can do in the video game itself. Oh, it's super important that we touch on all the key moments of the Star Wars experience that people know from the movies and know from the TV show. So you can obviously wield your lightsaber and you can use the force with, with your left hand and you can throw things and lift things and whatnot. But you can jump over people, you can jump sideways, and whatever you do in the living room is exactly uh, mirrored in, in the game. But it, Star Wars is not just that. Star Wars is also you're flying spaceships, and you're flying on speeder bikes, and we have all that. And then on top of that, this, this is what we call the Jedi Adventure Mode. On top of that, we also wanted to explore some new things. And there's, for example, the Rancor monster that I don't know if you remember it from Return of the Jedi. is a big monster that Luke Skywalker fights in Jabba's Palace. Mm-hmm. And we said... Wouldn't it be cool to play the monster and to just run around and be the monster and smash cities and create havoc? <laughs> so we did that. Right. And um, there's um, a duels mode, obviously, because the, the lightsaber duels are the key moments. Um, then we have a pod racing um, experience. That pod racing is from The Phantom Menace that was just re-released on 3D. Um, and you basically are a pod racer, and you, you, know, you've, you, you go through the universe and become the best pod racer in the galaxy. And then the final mode, which we have lots of love for is a dance mode because you might remember um, Leia is dancing in front of Jabba the Hutt and we said you know what let's make a dance mode out of Star Wars as well and it takes you places that, that, is, um, that you've never seen before and it's really funny I, you know, it, it's such a combination of cool things, and, and fr- frankly, one of the cooler things for me was when you were in the uh, w- w- the pot, what is the racing it's a racing bike, what is the actual name? The pod racing? The pod race, as a pod racer, that's the official name yeah uh, 
uh, sitting on your on the back of your pod racer, Marsha, is Yoda. Yeah. And and the graphics are beautiful. I mean, you know, seeing him on there and, and Yohi instructs you, you know, and all. And it's just a lot of fun to play this. And, you know, if if you're a Star Wars fan. Now, this was done by LucasArts, correct? It was done by um, the combination of LucasArts and Microsoft Game Studios and a number of other development houses. Basically, we had different developers all over the world working on these different game modes. And would you happen to know how many Star Wars games have actually been out? Ooh, I bet you it's over 50. Yeah, I, it's amazing how many through the years have been there. Uh, Marcia, have you played a Star Wars video game? Uh, no. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but I do have a ton of questions about Connect itself. So you just keep going with your Star Wars stuff, and I'm going to chime in with my Connect issues. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk a little bit more about the, the actual game itself. Uh, is there is it considered an adventure game, or is it, you know, as you talked about, there's five different segments. Is there a story attached to it? When we started out, we looked at what, what yeah, it was interesting. So we talked to LucasArts, obviously, about making a Star Wars game on Connect, and then we looked at who, who are actually the fans of Star Wars. And it turns out in our little analysis that there's about 100 million people in the world that consider themselves Star Wars fans. We said, whoa, that's, that's a large number. Yeah. And that group is not super homogenous. It's, it's actually people like me who grew up in 1977, who grew up with the original movies, and, you know, that is our introduction into Star Wars. And then there's, um, people that started Star Wars with The Phantom Menace in 1999, mm-hmm. and now my kids are playing, uh, are watching The Clone Wars on television. So Now, how old are your kids? Second? They're 11. How old are your kids? 11. They're both 11. Okay. Identical twin girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have a few years ahead of you, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's too, if you're a fan of the film, it's too bad that Harrison Ford guy never made any movies after Star Wars. You know, whatever happened to him? Shocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no Actually, it's, you know, I, I've always thought to myself, if I were someone lucky enough to be in a film like that, and I'm Mark Hamill, and then you've got Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill was virtually never seen again, and Harrison Ford is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. To me, that's kind of frustrating. And, uh, not that they asked Mark me to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, is Mark, what, did you use uh, through any of the Star Wars games? Did they actually use any of the real voiceover people? I, I believe in some of them they do. In ours, we did. We used people from the Clone Wars mostly, mm-hmm. like the, the the Yoda character from Clone Wars and, and those types of people. Who, who um, was the um, voice of Yoda? Oh, I can't. Uh, so originally it was Frank Oz. Oh right, right. And and the new person, I can't I can't recall his name right now. He's very very good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's actually great. He's, and the voicing in the game is great. Marcia, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about this game. When I've played certain Kinect games, it feels like I'm really doing it. So when you're flying around in, in, in the game, I mean, do you actually get the feeling? Do you lose sensation that you're in your living room? Um, do, in other words, do your eyes twi- trick your brain? I think so. So I, I in... In pod racing, it has sort of tank control, so left and right hand forward and back steers the pod. It is super accurate, super direct, and you. And, and on top of that, we actually turned the game into a 3D experience also. So if you have a 3D television and glasses, you mm-hmm. can. I did not know that. I'm going to have yeah, to try this awesome. on my uh, TV. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you do that, you see it in 3D and you're standing in front of your television, that you really feel like you're right there. 
No question. And I will answer my, as well because Marcia, you do feel you do get into the game itself. You know, as you're because it's a fast-paced game. So when you're on the pod racer and you're moving, you, you know, you don't really want to take your eyes off the screen or you're going to crash into a tree or something. And it's very as Jork. It's Jork. Did I am I pronouncing your name correctly? It's Jork. It's good. Jorg. Jorg. I said Jorg. Jorg. Uh, sorry, Jorg. Uh, as we're, as we're driving, you know, as you're driving through the forest and it's so fast that if you do take your eyes off the screen, you're going to hit something. So you really feel, you know, intensely involved in the game because you have to pay attention to everything that's going on. So I don't know if that answers your question, Marcia, but yeah. Well, I when think it I does. was, when I was up at Redmond, they have, I, I think it's like the little museum at the Microsoft campus and there, there is a uh, connect set up there. And I played volleyball with somebody. I'm good. By the way, anybody wants to play volleyball, I'll probably be up in Redmond again at Microsoft in July. This is but, Connect Volleyball uh, we're talking about. Yes, Connect right. Volleyball. Right. And it it made me feel like I was really playing the game without hurting my finger. <laughs> you know, when you sprain <laughs> your, your nails, finger right. when the volleyball comes back. Yeah. Um, I thought it was quite amazing. But, Jorg, I wanted to ask you more about Connect in general and the full immersion in games as the future of video games. Where do you see it going? I, we all think that Connect is just the first step. I mean, I, I, I think games, as they as they went further and further into controllers, got more complicated, you know, more and more buttons, and it was really like a language people had to learn. Connect was essentially divorcing itself from that, said, look, everybody wants to play games, and we need to make that, we need to make that possible. So let's just make your body the controller. And I think for, it's a, it's a major step forward for the industry for what it is, but it's certainly just the beginning point of what we think of uh, of, of gesture-based gaming. And, you know, I know you uh, just added um, voice activation. I mean, it yep. was there before, but but I know the up, the upgrade enhanced that, did it not? Yeah, it did. And I, I I mean, I just exclusively now use voice activation. I don't know to what degree you use Connect, but for example, if you get Netflix and you want to order a yeah. movie or you want to control the menus, I don't ever use my controller for anything anymore. I just use my voice. You know, I haven't actually so tried it on Netflix, but that's that's a f- great idea. I have not done that. I I have done it a little bit more on the Connect side. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah. So Netflix is so basically with the Connect, you can now control everything on Xbox or a lot of things, and that's clearly the future. It's so convenient and so intuitive, and I mean, even to the point now where, for example, my wife, who is you know violently opposed to computer games normally, <laughs> she now plays computer <laughs> games, and she uses Connect. So it's it's a total win-win in our household. I was going to say that's grounds for divorce. So fortunately, it appears that she has actually, uh, you know, gone to the gone to the dark side. I can actually say that, and it really means something when we talk about this conversation. Your, uh, can you stay with us because we're going to go to break for a second? We want to talk a little bit more about Connect. Yeah, and uh, I want to know more about when you're going to start spewing smells out with the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the burnt flesh as you're getting uh, cut no, up by your lightsaber. No, you're so gross. Hey, you're such what a boy? Ew. I know. Barbie that's perfume. Cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll be back with more Star Wars Connect. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Korn, Cooper Cohen, and WS Radio, the world leader. You are listening leader. to Computer <laughs> and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. 
Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. We all need a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll, and the lack of a healthy plan and activities make it that much harder to stay fit. Better Bodies by Chemistry makes it easy for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach your fitness goals by working for you. Combining the best of science and nature, including organics, our vitamins and supplements support and improve your health, all at a great value. Better Bodies by Chemistry also provides tools for women to inspire each other to reach their goals. Whether you need new weight loss solutions or super omega-3 vitamins, we have different nutritional supplements that will work best for your health, heart, and immune system. You can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic no matter how busy and full your life is. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry products, you're assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at betterbodiesbychemistry.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chibi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 